0: in the first john chapter 3 and verse 16 reads like this hereby perceive we the love of god because he laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren Well, will ask everybody to stand we'll have a word of prayer let's pray precious heavenly father thank you for allowing us to come together to worship again god we praise you that you uh, lord that you did lay down your life for us and God, help us to give our lives in service to you and to help somebody. God, we pray tonight for this service that you might just bless it to touch people's hearts and those that are here and those that are listening on the live stream. God, we thank you for everybody to come tonight. God, thank you for the fellowship we've already had and, and the good feeling we've got. Help us in this service to worship you, God, in spirit and in truth. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. You'll be seated and we turn over to the choir and to the table. Everybody pray.
1: Page 166.
2: appreciate being here tonight. We've got a real good crowd tonight. If we have any visitors, we want you to feel right at home. We'll ask at this time if everybody would stand to their feet. Anybody got an unspoken prayer request? A lot of hands. Any spoken requests? The eleventh. There's a lot of sick people. And as serious as that is, there's even more lost. Anybody else got any requests? no others. Weiss and Bo, if he'll lead us in prayer. a lot this week about the services that we had this past weekend. What a blessing it was. All the good moves that we had, the conviction that went out, but most importantly, all those that said no. There's going to come a time that it'll be your last opportunity. Why be afraid to step out and try what God has for you? There's no loss in taking that chance to come and see what God can do for you. But I appreciate him giving that opportunity, and I pray he gives you another opportunity. But don't ever be afraid to come and see. Does anybody got a testimony or a song? don't want to rush nobody but i don't have a whole lot more on my heart that's that literally is about the only thought that god gave me for this service and he allowed me to feel something in it mike if that's all i said i'm satisfied anybody got a song or testimony
3: singing in the choir. I'm thankful for this church. Uh, Amen. I'm thankful that ever since I can remember on Wednesday night and Saturday night and Sunday morning and Sunday night, anytime that, that there was supposed to be church, there'd be here right. be people here right. yeah. praying for the lost. Yeah. I'm thankful that one day they prayed for me. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I'm right with you on that. Don't be afraid to come and see. Right. Uh, you know I've had people make fun of me for years. How can, you, how can you know for sure? How can you, how can you believe what you believe? Come see. Yeah. If the God touches your heart, you'll know what I know. Right? Yeah. And then you'll know why I know what I know. That's the best way I can explain it. <coughs> God has to give it to you and show it to you. But right. I'm thankful that there's people here praying all the time. And, and this is where it's at. Mm-hmm.
2: It's good to be here. I appreciate that. the devil will talk to us and convince us that it's all bad but what could you have to lose by coming and seeing if you came up here and you got get saved out of if there was nothing else to it and you got back and went to your seat you tried you didn't lose anything Anybody else got a song or testimony? No, I'll give it to my pastor.
0: Thank the Lord for being here and, uh, Well, appreciate everything. Appreciate the choir singing, testimony, and opening up. And uh, what Billy said was so powerful and so clear and right on point. Uh, I just don't know how it could have been said better than that. And uh, I appreciate God giving him that to say. And uh, if you're here tonight and uh, you're not saved, you need to get saved. If you just feel the tiniest inkling that you need to come, then you ought to come. And you don't even have to wait uh, until we say we're going to have an invitation song. You know, people have been around church a long time and probably experienced what I have. I've seen people come to the altar before church ever started. I've seen them come while the choir was singing, while the special singers were singing, while the preacher was preaching, Uh, after church has been dismissed. I've seen all that, and I thank God for it. And uh, so if God... uh, uh, was to allow you to realize you need to seek him tonight. Uh, you ought to do that. You ought to try to get saved. And uh, I was thinking about what Billy said. Even if you come, and even if for some reason, somehow or other, if you come to the altar and pray, and if you didn't get saved that time, you've still made a step in the right direction. I came to the altar more than once before I got saved. But I praised God that I came every time I did. I was seeking the Lord, and I praised God that I kept seeking him and I got him. And praise God. Now, uh, let me ask again. Uh, anybody else feel like singing or have a uh, testimony on your heart? Just obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. If not, be much in prayer. We've got these young preachers here. Any and all of them is welcome. And I praise God. You know, that's easy to say that. But, you know, not everywhere can say that. It's not like that everywhere. So, whichever one of you fellows got it, come on. Mind the Lord. Let's pray much. I expect it might be Cooper. Let's pray for him. Sorry
3: desire your prayers tonight. I, I'll be honest, I've pondered and brewed all day on this. Uh, And I like it when it's that way. I I heard, I was listening to a fellow talk today. He said, the messages that we need are not the ones that are created in a man's mind, but they're given in times of prayer and pondering and looking at the word. I'm thankful for that tonight. I desire your prayers. I've listened to the men. They've got the sermon from a briefcase. That just won't do. I've learned at this point, it's beyond me. It's beyond anything I could say, anything I could do. We need God to intervene. I desire your prayers. You pray tonight. John chapter number eight. John chapter number eight. Verse number 31. John chapter number eight and verse number 31 says this then said Jesus unto those Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then ye are my disciples indeed, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free." They answered him, We be Abraham's seed, and were never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou ye shall be made free? Jesus answered them, verily, verily, I say unto you, whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin, and the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the Son abideth ever. Listen to this verse. If the Son sh- therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. Right I'm going to read a scripture in the book of Galatians very quickly. I apologize. Galatians number f- verse, or chapter number 4 and verse number 28 says this. Now we, brethren, as Isaac was, are the children of promise. But as then that he was born after the flesh persecuted him that was born after the Spirit, even so it is now. Nevertheless, what saith say the scripture, cast out the bondwoman and her son, for the son of the bondwoman shall not be an heir with the son of the free woman. Paul said this, So then, brethren, we are not children of the bondwoman, but of the free. Amen. I'm glad of that tonight. You pray very earnestly. I'd love to get to the place where God just intervenes, and I step out for a little while. And what's on my heart tonight is Jesus made this statement at the last of the verse number 36. He said, Ye shall be free indeed. And I thought about that. That's been on my heart all day. And Chase mentioned it the other night. I want to say tonight first and foremost... I'm glad that I'm free indeed. I am glad of that tonight. I I begin to look and begin to ponder about this scripture. In verse number 32, he's talking to the Jews. He's talking to the religious folks. And he says this, he says, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And you know this just as well as I do, friends, tonight, that we live in a world that's full of confusion, in a world that encourages us to find our own truths, friend. It's a world of confusion. I want to say this tonight. God is not the author of confusion. I'm glad today that we still find truth in this day and hour. I thought about that song that the wire just sang that said that we can read in the headlines how a parent has kill, killed their child. In the beginning of the course, it goes on to say that there is still some good news that you can find that Jesus is still standing by, that God is still on His throne. Friend, and I'm glad that in 2024, there is still some good news. We find that Jesus is still standing by. Jesus is still on the throne. I'm glad of that tonight. Can we find truth in this day and hour? Absolutely. Can I let you know this? I believe the Jews were looking at Jesus, looking for a natural idea of truth, but what they didn't realize is that truth was staring them in the eyeballs. We find truth in the person of Jesus Christ, and truth has the ability to make us free. Hear me good and well tonight. I believe there's a whole lot of people in hell. Hear me good and well. There's a whole lot of people in hell that now realize what truth is. Friend, can I tell you? if you do that it'll be too late because the truth never made you free you died a captive to sin friend don't wait till you lift your eyes in hell to realize what truth is as the world pushes an idea of truth and a wonder of truth i'm glad that i have no questions about what truth is we find his name is jesus he is the word i'm glad of that tonight i begin to look at this. He said, and they answered him, we be Abraham's seed, and we're never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, ye shall be made free? Can I put this in my words tonight? They're looking at him saying, naturally, we've never been in bondage to any man. We're of Abraham's seed. We are born of the free woman. What is the necessity? Why in the world do we need to be made free? Can I tell you something, friends? That each and every one of us is born in bondage. We are born captives of sin. we for by one man's disobedience many were made sinners here's the good part of that scripture but by one man's obedience friend I'm glad of that tonight friend where I was a captive and a slave to sin and I had no rights in this life I'm glad God paid my debt Friend, I hope you realize tonight you can deny and you can deny and you can deny that you're a captive and you're a slave to sin. The Word does not lie. You can say, Preacher, I've lived a good life. Preacher, I've been baptized. Preacher, I've been religious. These were religious folks talking to Jesus. Friend, religion will lead you into a pit of hell, but the Son can make you free. Oh, friend, tonight, look at this as the religious folks looked and they said, what's the necessity? Why do we need to be made free, friend? We're all conceived in sin. It's a matter of whether you stay a captive there. Oh, friend, they looked and they wondered, what's the necessity? What's the reason? Friend, I want to look at this tonight as he goes on. He said, verily, verily, or truly, truly, I say unto you, whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin. Can I ask you this tonight? Can I be honest with you? Have you ever told a lie? Have you ever stole something? Have you ever done one thing wrong, friend? Then you are a sinner. You have committed sin, and by that you are a servant to sin. You say, preacher, I've lived a good life. Here's the problem with that, that we are in heritage of sin. We are born and we are considered in it our life in us we are nothing our righteousness is as filthy rags how is that so preacher I've been a good man don't look at yourself and compare yourself to another look up to God and realize that in his side you are a sinner and we're not righteous friend we needed a Savior we were in captivity we were in bondage friend Just as Chase talked the other night, we needed a Deliverer to rise up and bring us out of that bondage. And I'm glad that what we needed was given, friend, not in any mortal man, not in somebody that I would look at. It wasn't in a man like me. It was from a man that came down from the throne of God on high and purchased our redemption. Listen to this tonight in the Servant abideth not in the house forever, but the Son abideth ever. Hear me good and well. I looked at this and I thought, and it clicked on me for a second. I looked at the word house and I thought, my Lord, what is He saying? I begin to look and I begin to dig. The word house here is referencing that of a genealogy, that of a family. It's not referencing a normal home. You would think of, friend, if you look back in the old times, there were servants, and you go back into those, you'll find that the servant would live with the family and he would die out and die away. But you'll find that The son, he was in the genealogy, he had a right to the promise, he had an heir to the promised friend. I want to say this tonight. I'm glad that I am a son of the God most high. I'm glad that I'm a child of the king. Why? Because I abide in the house forever. I claim kindred to Isaac and to Jacob to Abraham. Why? Because they're my brothers. I've been born into the family. I thought about what Nicodemus, I believe it was, asked Jesus. He said. How can a man be born again? How can he enter once again into his mother's womb, friend? Listen, hear me good and well. When I got born again, it was not this flesh that you see that was born again. There's nothing good about this. It's continually sinful, friend. But there's a spot that the old timers used to say way down below beneath the collarbone that man can't begin to comprehend, that man cannot see where I was born again. I'm glad of that. I wasn't born of the bondwoman. I was born of the free woman. I'm glad of that tonight. We go on, it says, If the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. I begin to think and begin to ponder. I, I looked into it and I thought about it at the time of Jesus' death and His burial and His resurrection. There was a social hierarchy in the land. It, Looked like this. It was the the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the noblemen. And all the way at the bottom, friend, you would find the servants and the slaves. Can I remind you that we are servants and we are slaves to sin? Can I ask you this question tonight? What manner of a man, what kind of man who is a king would leave his position on the throne and come down and die a death for a slave? I don't know anyone that would do it. But hear me, friend. There was a time about 2,000 years ago where the king came down and died a death that the servants and the slaves could go free. Thank God tonight where I was worthless and I was wretched and I was vile. No greater love hath a man than this that he would lay down his life for his friends. Thank God where I was unrighteous I was vile. God said I'm going to die for him. Preacher what are you now? I'm no longer a sin. I'm no longer a slave. I'm a child and an heir of the king. I've got land claimed over on the other side of Jordan. This world's not my home anymore. I've got a home in heaven. Friend, not only did Jesus purchase our freedom, can I remind you of this, that servants and slaves have no ability to purchase their own freedom. Somebody's got to purchase it for them. Thank God tonight when we couldn't get to where He was, He came where we were. Not only did He purchase our freedom out of captivity but He gave us right in the family. The book of Galatians would say this, that He hath given us the adoption of sons. I'm glad I'm adopted into the family. Thank God I'm no longer an orphan. Friend, preacher, how do you know that you're free tonight? I've been born again by the Spirit. I'm glad of that tonight. Friend, you can be made free. You can be made free. Listen, tonight I'm done. That's all I've got. Free indeed. Come and get a song. Stand with us. Sin you can, friend, you can deny and you can deny in your state right now you're a captive and a slave and a servant to sin. Jesus came and bled and died a lonely death so that you didn't have to live in captivity anymore. Friend, can I say that's something to rejoice about? I'm no longer a slave. I'm no longer a captive. I'm no longer an orphan. But God Himself loved me so much that He sent the very best that heaven had to offer. And He died a lonely death. It was a sinner's death. It was a servant's death. It was a slave's death. the King came down and died in the slave's place that we would have freedom. Can I ask you this tonight? How long are you going to stare at the story of Christ and His love? And just let it
1: pass you by.
3: Friend, there's a whole lot of folks in hell that knew the religion. They knew the story. They knew everything about it. But they didn't know the truth. I'm glad that I know the truth of the person of Jesus. I'm acquainted. I'm an heir and a joint heir. And it's not because of anything I've done. It's all because of His work. Well, preacher, I've got good money. I've got all this and I've got all that. You're a slave to sin. You're captive to sin. But thank God, your money can't buy your freedom. Terry can't purchase your freedom. I can't. But there was a cross 2,000 years ago where God's own son stretched out his arms and led captivity captive. And now, no longer I'm a captive, no longer I'm a slave. Friend, you can be that way tonight. Sing whenever you're ready. How long, friend, are you going to sit back and wonder and wait? and get in the family.
1: There's only one way you're
3: making it into glory. Oh, friends and tonight, don't
1: sit back oh, and God. wait and watch
3: and wonder. Don't sit back and be an observer. Get into the family. Oh, God, today.
1: Don't wait until
3: your time is over to say, I'll oh, move now, God. God save me now. It'll be too late.
0: You'll not be happy anymore.
3: You'll not be into the family anymore. Oh, friends, tonight, please, I beg of you, don't let this opportunity pass you by. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. God allows me. Would you please come to Christ tonight? He's got the ability like no man has to set you free. Oh, goodness, tonight. Why in the world would you sit back and look at freedom and look at liberty and just let it pass you by? You're captive. You're in bondage. As you sit back and you look at freedom and it's right in front of you, Friend, you need Christ tonight. You need God. You'll live in captivity, and captivity, and captivity until the day you die if you don't come to Him.
1: Help me, Lord, oh friend, tonight cabin door. Don't waste your time, Lord.
3: I was studying today, I thought about this. I don't know what brought it to mind. I thought about our government has a system. I believe it's once a year, if I remember correctly. They do what's called a presidential pardon. And they'll come and sometimes it's the worst of the worst and they've changed their lives or maybe they're innocent. There's no question whether we're guilty tonight. But I thought about how they'll go to those that don't deserve to be free and they'll give them a free ticket into freedom. Friend, more than any man could ever grant you freedom, Can I tell you this? I'd rather be free in Christ and be bound by every chain that the world's got than to be free in the world but still be a servant and a slave to sin. Paul said just that. He looked at Agrippa. He said, "I, I, I would that today everyone that's in front of you, I'm putting it in my words, would be such as I am, save these bonds. Paul was saying naturally, I'm in chains and I'm in stocks and I'm in bonds. But on the inside, I'm as free as free can be. Friend, tonight, I'm glad that freedom was purchased at Calvary. And you can have it. Would you come tonight? Please don't let this opportunity pass you by. Well, preacher, this life of captivity, I get to do what I want. I get to do what I like. I enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Friend, you'll be miserable. I believe people every moment, just like that, are dropping off into hell. It hurts my heart to know that Jesus paid their ticket to heaven. That's right. Amen. Amen. And rather than dying in freedom and in liberty in Christ, they died captive. Don't die a captive tonight. Die a free child of Christ. I'm glad for that. I'm done tonight. Sing when you're ready. Turn bless over to you, God. God.
0: bless you. That is wonderful preaching. Gospel preaching. Holy Ghost preaching. I believe God's calling somebody tonight. Boy, to be made free. And it blessed me when uh, Brother Cooper told where he's going to read. I thought, that's where I was reading today. I'd read that scripture and thought about it. And God blessed me at home reading it. And he's just, I guess, getting me ready for listening to Cooper preach on it tonight. Talk about being free. And just this past Sunday, one of the points I made was a scripture in Revelation where the Lord said I had the keys of death and of hell. Yeah. Praise God. He opened things up so I could be free. Yeah. And I want to give you this example. If you had two men standing side by side, one was a rough old evil sinner. Just a sinner, sinner, sinner. And the other fellow standing by him was a good, clean, moral righteous kind of man but they were both lost Jesus died for both those men and they both need to get saved and and if that old rough sinner man if he humbled his heart and repented when the gospel reached him and he got saved he's a lot better shaped than that good moral righteous man because a fellow can be righteous and moral naturally speaking but if he doesn't get saved he's going to die and go to hell because we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Now, that's a wonderful message. Would you like to be free tonight? The freedom has already been paid for. I wanna say this and we'll let them sing. Can you imagine if you were in a jail cell and uh, there was a price to unlock the door and someone, a friend came by and paid the price to unlock your cell door. And they said, okay, it's unlocked, you can come out. Can you imagine just saying, not right now. I'm just gonna sit here in my jail cell. You've got to take that step and come. Your price has been paid for Your Liberty's been bought. It's your move. Sing when you're ready. Somebody needs to come. Please come tonight. Please come. Please don't die and go to hell. I'm like, Cooper said, the thoughts of that happening after all Jesus did for us, it agonizes me. (laughs) My heart's heavy for folks that need Jesus. Would you come tonight? Let's just pray about it. I like what Cooper said, made it just right. And Brother Billy talked about it too, made it just right. If you'll just come and pray, nothing to lose, it's not gonna hurt you, there's no shame in it. Just come and pray, see what happens. Come and see. That's what that Samaritan woman, after Jesus had been at the well and gave her freedom, when she went back into town, she said, come and see. Oh, that's what I'm asking you to do tonight. Come and see. Please come and see. Don't go away lost. Come and pray about it. Ask God. Say, God help me. See what happens. Come and ask Him. Come and see what happens. Please obey the Lord. If you're here and saved and out of fellowship with God, you come too. God loves you. I've been out of fellowship since I've been saved. God still loves me. The devil said he didn't, but the devil lied. The devil said the church wouldn't even like me. The devil lied. Church is my mother. She loved me so good. She wanted me to come home. When I did, I got blessed beyond measure. I'm glad I'm saved. I'm on my way to heaven. I'm like Cooper Priest, so powerful tonight. I'm free, I'm free, I'm free. Come. please come come and pray come and pray I want to say just a couple more things and, and ask you to ask them to sing again And Cooper anytime you want back in let's get in I want to ask you a question I don't really remember if I ever asked this question exactly like this if you're hearing lost tonight, do you know of a reason why you couldn't or why you shouldn't come and pray? I even saw a man come one time, and, and uh, he, his testimony, he got saved. He said, when I was standing back there, and he said, I, I realized I was lost, I just wanted to get saved. He said, I kept thinking, I may not, I may not feel the Lord enough to go, go to the altar. And <clears throat> he said, but I didn't want to go to hell. And he said, I thought about it. He said, I thought, well, uh, I don't think God would mind if I'd go to altar and pray. I'll make an effort. If I missed it, well, I'll, I'll just try it again sometime. <clears throat> but he said, when I went to the altar and I asked God, God, whatever I need, help me. God... If you're already speaking to me, save my soul. If you're not speaking to me, speak to me. (coughs) Lord, help me get saved. That man got saved. That's kind of an unusual testimony. (coughs) But my point is tonight, do you know of any reason why you shouldn't come and pray? Well, I'm telling you, I don't know of any. Give the Lord a chance tonight. Seek him while he may be found. Sing another. If you want to come back. Please come, you that are lost, come on. Take a step and come on. Take a step and come on. Would you just come, come on. I'm glad I heard about Jesus. I'm glad that I felt the need to get saved. I'm glad I come and prayed. And I'm glad I got saved. If you're here today, come and let's take it to the altar. Obey the Lord. Let's obey him tonight, let's seek him, let's call on him. Well, I'm glad he's available to call on. You know, if we had an emergency here tonight, we could call the police or the fire department I think they'd get here as quick as they could. I think they'd help us if they could help us. They'd do the best they could. But God's better than that, he's already here. He not only can help us, he will help us. There's nothing can keep God from helping us if we'll reach out for help. Would you just come and by faith just reach out for help tonight. Your move up to you. I back. Up to you. Come or don't come. Your choice. your
1: move
0: Amen Washed in the blood, blood made free Praise born God again. I'm born again I'm free Hell doesn't have a dominion I'm over me Death can't hold me I'm free bright, wonder, wonder, Praise God I'm free You can be too. You can be. Amen. I want to say again, great message. Thank the Lord for it. I just felt it, felt it deep. I appreciate it really, and uh, good, uh, good spirit here calling the people, and great. Great prayers going up. You could feel them. You can feel the prayers going up. So it's it's good to be here tonight. Anything else on anybody's heart? Yeah, come on. I looked
3: into that word indeed. I'm going to say this and get out of the way. Be done. That word indeed to be free indeed it means for certain. Yes, there's man, there's, un, there's no breaking in that. I, I hey, want to say this. Not if you're here and you are not certain that you're free, come and find out. I'm glad when God lets you know you're free and you're set free,
0: you know. I'm glad of that tonight. That's amen. Right. Oh, that's great. I'll say amen to that. That's exactly right. Okay, anything else? Now, we got an announcement we're going to make here in a minute. We're going to have a brotherhood meeting. We'll talk about that, but uh, not in a hurry to get to that. Anybody got anything on your heart? Something that God's wanting you to do. If he's wanting you to do something, do it. Yeah, yeah, amen. Yeah, if you're here and you're lost or out of fellowship to God, or whatever you need to do, whatever you need to do, do it. Whatever God's given you to do, do that. Do that, yeah. Wouldn't trade it for anything this world's got. <laughs> nothing. Nothing compares to the peace of being free down in your soul. And that's not just for right now, it's for eternity. Amen. So we usually have what we call a brotherhood meeting when the brothers get together. Talk about maybe possible things that's coming up in the business meeting, and so on. We used to have it on Sunday night, but this past Sunday night was New Year's Eve, and we had visiting preaching, and food and fellowship afterwards. So I suggested in maybe do that tonight, and so the brethren that wants to uh, meet out in the fellowship hall and uh, just have a few minutes meeting and discussion, just see what comes up. Anything else?
1: And I just
0: putting it it off. want to tell you you the you help you. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord for that. And uh I thought while she was saying that I need to say this. And obviously none of us can save anybody. Uh, it's God that does the saving. But we can pray for people and we can talk to people and uh, I've experienced this, and I think God Uh, Even after church has been over, and there's been times that people call and say, "Hey, could we come by your house and talk a minute?" To so and so in our family is troubled, and uh, like talk. Maybe maybe have prayer. We've had people come to our house, and the Lord would bless us to uh, have a good visit, and the Spirit would move. We've had people get right down right by our couch or chair, and uh, and pray and get saved. God's able to save even if you're not in the church house. If God's Holy Spirit's dealing with you, you can get saved anywhere that's happening. We've also had, uh, before, somebody would call and say, hey, could, could you come to our house? Well, I, of course, I'm happy to do that too. My house or your house or uh, anywhere. Uh, if God's calling and, and you're interested in talking about something or getting a question answered if possible. Or praying and talking to the Lord. Uh do that and uh, we've got people's testified that God spoke to them in church and they went home and was laying in their bed getting ready to go to sleep and still felt that way and they prayed and got saved either laying in the bed or on their knees beside their bed so God's able so he's on the Lord anything else My, yeah man to move I the Lord.
2: something else I'm
0: listen to what God has to say. Amen. Amen. That's good, Max. So he can save
2: your
0: soul and you've done all Amen. Boy, that's a good testimony and exactly good advice and good counsel. Appreciate that. Amen. Anybody else? All right. So well, good to be here. Let's just keep praying for the uh, meetings that's uh, coming up. What else? If not, uh, well, Brother Henderson, probably dismissal.